I'm Gab. He's Jules. Cloudy skies over West London. Jules, packed show. Ooh, City yes. running continues. Uh, Manchester City dropping wow. points. Who'd have thought that? Hmm. Yeah. One of us Thank here you. said maybe West Ham might might get something from this. Uh, but we're going to start at the FA Cup final. Yeah. Can I say this to all Liverpool fans out there? Two down, two to go. The quadruple <laughs> is on. Well. A bit is. of work to do, but... It is, it still is. It's still, it's still there, there. Exactly. and they're mentality monsters. Exactly, they are. They are. What a game, though. What a game. Similar to the League Cup final in the scenario, very much so. Two teams that played some really good football at times, who were on top at times, could not capitalise on it. And then he went down to penalties, where this time there was no change of goalkeepers. Uh, and it didn't go as, as crazy as the one in the League Cup, but eventually you had a feeling always that Liverpool had that kind of penalty shootout under control, I thought. I never had that feeling. I honestly, I, I went into this thing like, okay, this can go either way at the end because there were opportunities on on both sides. Yeah, massive. Um, we're going to get into this into more detail later, but, you know, I always, this is one of my bugbears with penalties. I'm not saying psychology is not in sport, important, but when you're a sports psychology type, after the fact, you always look for evidence uh, to go and back everything yeah, you said. And like, I, I didn't see any badly taken penalty. In fact, the worst taken penalty I saw was actually Sadio Mane, right? Yeah. And you know, I don't, I don't think it was, it was that whatever it, is, whatever it was. Um, it's twice and it's super tight from Tuchel. Beyond the penalties, you're gonna pick on Tuchel. I don't, yeah. I don't think so. I'm so what in terms of the shootout you mean? I'm going to pick no 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 stuff that happened during the game. I I don't know. I thought he did a lot of things wrong when Liverpool. Sorry, a lot of things right when Liverpool were on top because they could have sunk. And as soon as they started playing a bit more their game, for, I saw it very simply. Liverpool have three midfielders because they're playing four-three-three. Chelsea have two central midfielders, but obviously two wing backs. Every time at the start of the game when they were three v two in midfield, they got overrun, which is normal. As soon as they started using their wing backs better, it became a four v three in midfield, and then Liverpool were overrun, especially at the start of the second half, right. and even towards the end of the first half. So, I don't, I, I don't think he did many things wrong. I have to say, no, and th that meant conceding the, the flanks a little bit to Liverpool. Uh, mm -hmm. They built some chances uh, off of that, but um, yeah, I thought this was a classic game which could go either way. Now yeah. for Liverpool, though. The concern um, is is now injuries yeah. because we're talking Virgil Van Dijk, yeah. Mo Salah, who yeah. you know I don't think he's been great the last three weeks, but he's still Mo Salah. He yeah, can still exactly. turn it on, change things exactly. at any time, um, and Andy Robertson as well. Yeah, uh, which of plus course Fabinho, who's already injured. Plus Fabinho, of course, is already out. Plus Costas Simicas, who you know comes from Greece, he has a thirst for crosses. <laughs> um, converting, big shout out to Greece. Uh, yeah. Uh, converting that, that penalty at the end. I think the strain is showing a little bit, and now a mm. big thing is going to be how does Klopp keep it together because the title is still there. It's out of their hands. Yeah. They play Southampton on uh, on Tuesday night, but that's got to that's got the way in there. Yeah, definitely. And you, I think you have to go and play for the Southampton game, of course, to win, even if it's a B team. You, you can still feel the decent team. But you can't be thinking too much about injuries, tiredness, Champions League final already, because there's still another less than two weeks to go. But I, I think you have to you have to go for it. You might you might end up losing three one at Southampton because they pick you on the counter or whatever. But you just you just need to go for it. There's no calculation. 
I need to ask you about a story that's been that's been doing the round about um, Andreas Christensen. Uh, obviously, we've <laughs> been critical about so the fact but that we he saw could, it before. We we told everyone. We told everybody. Why do you keep playing this guy? It's not like he's Beckenbauer. When you know he's leaving, you know he's not going to. Yeah. You know, especially in games, which didn't matter. This game did matter. Yeah. But in the end, if those reports that he just decides he doesn't want to, he doesn't fancy the game. And again, we haven't heard Christensen's side of it. But, no, but what could it be? Tuchel would have said, if he was ill, Tuchel would have said. If he was injured, Tuchel would have Tuchel said he's not injured, it's, a, it's his own decision. What does that mean, own decision? He just There's only one it. way you can take that, which exactly. is that he has already signed for Barcelona. Exactly. Um, assuming Barcelona can register him, and he doesn't want to play. I, I, I think there's got to be more to it than that, because I refuse to but think... what could it be? What do you think could it be? Maybe some sort of falling out with, with Tuchel, maybe words exchange, maybe it is a legitimate... Hey, the reason I say this, and I've never met Andreas Christensen, but he's been at the club since he was 16. Yeah. I refuse yeah. to believe that somebody wants to go out as the bad guy. It's not like he needs to avoid injury in this game, otherwise Barcelona aren't going to sign him or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, It would just be such an odd, odd it would be behavior. Weird. And again, I don't know him. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's awful. You know, maybe he goes and beats up puppies in his spare time. I don't know. Maybe. But I, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt that something happened. It's still unprofessional if he's yeah. not injured. Um, but we haven't heard his side. I, I want to hear his side of the story. So, Andres, if you want to reach out to us, please let us know. Just let's stick with Liverpool um, because what we're seeing, and this applies to Liverpool and applies to Manchester City. Manchester City, of course, drawing um, if Liverpool win the game in hand against Southampton on Tuesday. Yeah. It's only going to be a one-point difference. Goal difference, of course, is the ultimate tiebreaker in England. I'm on the record for this. I think it's absolutely stupid to do it that yeah. way, but hey, whatever. Different strokes for different folks. Um, that said... What we're seeing is two clubs where injuries have really, really taken yeah, uh, taken their toll for City. <laughs> you know I'm going to talk yeah, about this yeah, in a minute. Yeah, so I don't need course. to go there. But um, Liverpool, these injuries are big. And Salah has declined in form. And, and obviously both Salah and, and Mane were at the African Cup of Nations as well. Yeah. I'm just wondering. We thought he'd addressed it a little bit. I mean, Minamino was relatively productive when he played. You know, you... You had Jota in the mix. Firmino also picking up injuries, but he was in yeah. the mix. Mm. They added this. I kind of feel like Liverpool did what they could to have the numbers in. In hindsight, is he going to wish that maybe he budgeted differently the minutes? Or yeah, is it always maybe. just after the fact? No, it's, it's easy for us to say now oh, you could have rested Salah a bit, a bit more especially when he was not playing great but like you said earlier Gab is still Mo Salah and yeah. I think if you're club and you have obviously all because they have every single sort of medical uh, information that you want on how his body responding if you know if the muscles are tight if they're not tight if there's a risk of an injury yeah. if he's on the if he's on on the edge or not so they would never play him if he, if there was anything at risk so you, I think we can think that every time he's played it's because he was fit enough to play However, I think we looked and it's 53 full games that he's played if you count all his minutes, which is crazy because yeah. of the style of football that he is, that he plays, the sprints and you know all that kind of stuff. And the fact that he's had so many huge seasons with a lot of games in the last four years probably since he got to Liverpool. 
So maybe, yeah, maybe you should have you should have rested it more. Maybe a bit more time for a man Divock. Maybe for Divock, but then but then maybe you go to a game and say, okay, oh, we need more yeah. there. Oh, we need more for that. It, we need more, for, and and maybe you can't. You can't. I, I think, him. and we should also stress that Liverpool this season will play every possible game that they yeah, can possibly game because they got to the very end of uh, of, of, of everything. League Cup final of everything. Of everything. Um, I, I do think that amidst all this, we need to give a shout out too to another Liverpool player who I thought was phenomenal mid-season signing. Now with hindsight, oh, we see how much in here. Luis Diaz. I honestly, I, I kind of feel that without the disruption that Luis Diaz caused, um, I'm not sure this game gets to penalties. Yeah, no, maybe not. But, but even Klopp was, uh, for the first time, because we've asked him the question so many times about Diaz and we've said it, we said it was not supposed to even happen. It was supposed to happen this summer, not not at all in January. You I think, said. I, I yeah, know, it is the truth. I, it, is the truth. Okay, I, it is the truth. The plans was for the summer, not for January. That's why they signed him on the 31st of Jan. This is right. very simple. But even Klopp on Saturday said after the game, I'm so amazed of how well he's adapted and how he's almost carrying the team now because that's what he did on Saturday I really felt that he carried that team they were really good especially the first 25 minutes and towards the, the second half of the second half but he carried them it was huge the threat that he he represents for the opposition is just incredible well, let's talk Chelsea forwards on the other end um, Christian Pulisic I thought you know he effectively played in a front two yeah. with Lukaku with Mount behind his finishing could have obviously been better it should have been better um, but I thought other than that, if you're a US, USMNT fan, yeah. you're encouraged because I, 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 I think it's really a big good. vote of confidence yeah. and I thought he answered the call. Yeah, completely. I don't know if he would have started had Havertz not been injured. I don't know what would have been the front three, but you've asked for a Lukaku Havertz front three. I thought he would come this game. But again, Havertz is not there. Werner clearly out of favour in the sense that he stayed on the bench the whole game. So you put Pulisic and, and you say, go and run at them. You know, make those runs that will trouble them because Van Dijk will not know if he has to come with you. Trent, we know Trent defensively is thinking, when do I get the ball to do something with right. it instead of without it? And, and I think this is, it was almost the joker. It was the wild card Pulisic in that game. And he, he used that kind of freedom so well. Because they really didn't know how to pick him up, the, the, the Liverpool defence. Oh, the problem was the finishing. I want to ask about the Havertz injury, because I think this is a bit of an underreported story, right? Yeah, because I agree too. Because he's, he's on the bench for the previous games. Yeah, it doesn't come uh, on. Maybe he's not fit. We thought he was being rested for this. Now we don't... Now we say, oh, well, he's injured. So, like, did he get injured in between? Was he on the bench yeah. before? What's, And more broadly... The dichotomy between him and, and Lukaku. Again, I don't think there should be a, a, a dichotomy. No. I thought Lukaku did what was asked of him in this game. He's not going to get the kind of service. He can build, I think he can build a partnership uh, with Pulisic. Yeah, I agree. And maybe more similar to the one he had with Lautaro. You know, he is not just, oh, big lump, crosses, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, That's yeah. not what he does. Um, I thought again, I thought he did his job in this game. Yeah, there's that chance in the first half that he blasts over the bar that maybe he rushes a little because Van Dijk is there. And I think Van Dijk is so impressive that you think, I need to hit this perfect, I need to hit it now because otherwise he's going to come and block it. And maybe he could have had an extra second or two. But yeah, I thought he caused them problems. I really did think he caused them problems. And you didn't always see it because he didn't always touch the ball or he didn't always end up into a chance for him. But he created a lot of space for Pulisic that they use well for Alonso, that they use well for Mount, that they use well. I thought Mount 
I know a lot of Chelsea fans were not happy with the penalty miss, and, and I think the, the abuse they got is, is outrageous, of course. But Arthur Mann had a really good game, and I, and I still think he's Chelsea's best player this season, or not far from it. And I thought, I thought Lukaku helped him massively to, yeah. have, to have a good game. So, yeah, I think, I think I could see what Tuchel was trying to do, and he almost worked, to be fair. I want to get to the penalty piece. Uh, I retweeted this, a lot of people this. There was a story in the Times that had a lot of attention. Uh, there's a guy named Gear Yordet who is, yeah. is it's followed by a lot of people I really respect and admire in football. And yeah, so me too. I, I think, I, I'm not, I don't want to dismiss everything he says, but he, made the, he went through the thread. Uh, he posts this thread. I, I have it. I retweeted it on Twitter if you want to check it out. Where basically he contrasts the approach of um, Klopp and Tuchel going into the penalties. Mm. The five minutes before the start of the shootout. Exactly. So Klopp, he, first of all, he says that Klopp already has his five penalty takers figured out, whereas Tuchel doesn't actually go into the huddle. Like when, when Tuchel goes into the, the, the huddle, Klopp is already done with the huddle, just about. And he's still yeah. scribbling on a piece of paper. When Klopp has gone one-on-one -on -one with the five takers, with the hugs and with that extra confidence, Tuchel is still almost deciding in the middle of all the players. Now, I don't believe Tuchel's still deciding anything. I think he's just writing down. He might have even been talking about this. Um, I, I know that... You know my feelings on body language. It's very yeah, easy yeah, after the fact, right? I would have been more impressed if you'd put this thread out before the, you know, just as the yeah, penalty kick started, like, oh, look, let's look for this, right? Do we think psychology played into this, into this penalty I shootout? I do, I do. I know you disagree. I, listen, we had this with Stevie Nichol when we talked about the throwing coach. Football is all about details, especially in those big games in finals. If you can have someone you work with who brings something a bit different to you, to your players, Klopp is the most intelligent guy. Why would he employ someone for penalties that is useless, that doesn't bring anything to the team? Why? Why would he credit those people, that company, after the game, saying this win is for them, same for the League Cup final, because they helped us winning those penalty shootouts? Why would I not believe well, them? Maybe because he paid understand. them to come and... I'm not saying this stuff hurts, but... To suggest that, to suggest this, this whole marginal gains industry that, yeah. that, that, that's been created, I think it can detract from something else. Because then my question would be, why did Mane take such a bad penalty? Did Mane bottle because, it? No, he didn't. Because we've seen Mane take great penalties in the past, okay. right? So then Klopp says, I told Mane to change his side. Yeah. And have you seen Mane during the penalty shootout? Mane was not in the huddle. Right. He was not on the Liverpool line. Oh, so he didn't get the, he didn't get the magic hug? No, 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 he got the, no, 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 listen what I'm saying. Mane was clearly very stressed before to take a penalty right. against Mendy. From the beginning, right. regardless, they could have been 3-0 down, 3-0 up in the penalty shootout. Mm -hmm. he, was, he kept walking up and down, walking up and down before. Whether, whether that's because Klopp said to him, he knows you too well, Mendy, change, do something different than what you usually do because he's your friend, because you're like brothers and he knows exactly so, where you're going to take it. Okay, so, okay, so, I'm sorry, I just don't, I don't buy it. I think this is You don't is buy Klopp. that? But how can I, you not I think buy that Mane? I think that Mane is, is, is thinking way before the penalty because he's against right. his, one and of his best Mendy's friends. Maybe Mendy's thinking way before the penalty too because... But Mendy is, can't do that because Mendy is, is, is facing penalties every, every 30 seconds. I... That is a I'm, fair point. I'm amazed, that, I'm amazed that you don't believe that Mane, that could have disturbed Mane, the fact that he was going to but shoot against his best friend. I guess what I'm driving at is 
then you've got all this research. Why do you put Mane up as your fifth penalty taker if you think he's not ready? If you have all these yeah. experts psychoanalyzing Mane, A, were they the people who told... Since Klopp says it's my fault that I told them to shoot somewhere else. I'm like, okay, Klopp, did you think about this? On, but Let's assume it's true. And again, I don't yeah. believe it is. But let's assume it's true. Well, you don't believe what's true. You don't I, don't, believe. I don't believe Klopp told him to shoot somewhere else. But Klopp said it. Okay, fine. And if you no, know, I, 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 I believe that he said it. <laughs> well, I think Klopp is defending his own player, right, frankly. Okay, okay. Um, which is his job as a manager. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah, no true, issue with true, that. True, true, true. But what I'm curious of this this company that they hired to what. Did they tell Klopp, hey, Klopp, tell Mane to shoot somewhere else? Did Klopp just yeah, think of it on his own? I don't have enough details. I don't. It seems to be like you know these stories. Something, right? I I like, like, something I like, for example, is that every time a Liverpool player was coming to take his pen, Alisson was waiting on the edge of the box with the ball. Instead of going back onto his side and Mendy into the goal, yeah. Alisson was waiting there with the ball, almost like he, I don't know, you know maybe, no, maybe that's nothing. No, maybe that's not. No, I, you, know, you know what that does? That stops Mendy. From screwing yeah. around and waiting and trying to freeze the kicker. No, so look, stuff like that, I think, comes into it in penalties. But when I look at these penalties, when I say who was rattled, who was phased by it, like I said, Mane, maybe Mason Mount. Yeah, yeah. Even I quite the miss, but I thought that was a well-taken penalty. There was somebody else actually where, where, post, yeah, as well, where, where Mendy nearly got to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think Liverpool took better penalties necessarily no, than true, Chelsea. They, they won again. Won. Yeah. yeah. And two down, two to go. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Gab. Just go to Indeed.com slash Gab right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Gab. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, enough FA Cup final. How about some quick hits instead? Let's go, Gab. Like it says on your jumper. There you go. Manchester City have to come from two goals down away to West Ham to avoid defeat. Magic. Magic. Gerard yeah. Bowen. That's why he was my pick Incredible. for the hipster player of the year. <laughs> Jules, if Liverpool win their game in hand away to Southampton on Tuesday, the yeah. gap will be just a single point heading into the final day of the season. Incredible. World title race. Three years ago, remember, they finished a point apart from each other. 10 years ago obviously the Kun Aguero goal that finished on goal difference it's going to be incredible I really hope I, I don't care about Liverpool or Southampton but I really hope Liverpool do get the win at Southampton on Tuesday I, I will be at that game by the way if you are come and, come and have a chat and then, and then it's all down to Sunday home to Wolves home to Villa who's going to do it kick off at the same time everybody watching or listening to the other game and the two screens and all of that because it's going to be great I still think City of, of course have to be the favourite because they've got the destiny in their own hands but it's going to be although great. Villa have a bunch of ex-Liverpool yeah, players and an ex-Liverpool manager Riyad Mahrez you're going to have a go at him the psychology before the 
Or I was that I, actually a good save from know. Fabianski? I do think that he shoots there a lot, which left footers do. I know Simikas mm. opened his left foot to score the winner on Saturday, but left players, left footed players tend to shoot across the goal on penalties. And um, Fabianski had stopped one of his before. I want to say this about Manchester City too and the refereeing. I thought there were two stonewall penalties on Gabriel Jesus. Uh, um, one for sure. I agree with you on one. The, 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 the first Zuma, one. I the Zuma like, one, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, mean, what? I <laughs> I, but the atmosphere was incredible. I was there. It was something else that game. Really, go, everything, something else. Gab, I know you want to gloat about this. So here I am, here am I to, uh, to help you. So tell me again about Manchester City depth. You know, in the game yesterday, I, don't know, I was thinking of you. I almost texted you, but it was a Sunday afternoon. And I thought about you and your depth of squad all, all game long. All this planning, all these <laughs> experts go into it. Pep Guardiola says, yes, we need 19 players to go into the season. Yeah. Remember, they chased Harry Kane. Maybe they even needed, thought they needed 20. What happens? They lose Mendy for the reasons that we know. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm repeating myself. I know, but I think this is important. It is important. And then Ferran Torres goes like, oh, no, we only need 17, right? And look, I don't think you need six center backs. But what I'm saying is, mm. Nathan Aki's on the bench. The reason he's not playing is because he's injured. He's, he can stand. That's why he's on the bench. And Fernandinho certainly cost them on one of the goals. I thought cost them probably on the other goal too because the Zin way he... The, the, Zinchenko more. Zinchenko I mean, more. But the way... But yeah, yeah. He, 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 wins, he wins the header almost aimlessly like a, like a central midfielder um, pretending he's a center back, which is kind of exactly what he is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe Rodri, if you if you have another midfielder, maybe Rodri can play center back. Yeah. Maybe you don't have Gabriel Jesus up front. Maybe somebody who can actually score. And by the way, other shout out to to I'm surprised you didn't uh, mention this on the pep front. Not a single substitution. Yeah. You have Foden and Sterling on the bench. You don't make a substitution. Someday. I, I yeah. want Pep to explain the psychology of it because it's, he's either brilliant, you look at his record, he's brilliant. I thought it was the rain. Maybe. But it's unusual. <laughs> Bayern draw to, to uh, Wolfsburg in an irrelevant game. Completely. But the news is that Herbert Heiner, the club CEO, has said nine, nine to Robert Lewandowski leaving this summer. He says whatever happens, he's going to see out his contract, which runs until June 2023. Yeah. Jules, I am a fan when clubs take a hard line. Are you? And how's this going to end? I am. Yeah, I, I like it. But... We know that there's a very big difference between what you say on May the 15th, right. Wednesday 9, and what could happen between the 1st of June and the end of okay. August. But Lewandowski is going to leave. I'm, I can guarantee you. Really? Leave, yeah. Oh, this is where I disagree because I was actually thinking about this, right? Who among the teams that Lewandowski would want to go to can realistically show up with a credible offer. I know there's reports yeah. of Barcelona, they're offering him a three-year deal. The man is, turns 34 years old yeah. in August. Depends how much Bayern asks as well. If they ask for 50 million for one year left okay. on his contract. Let's say Bayern asks no for one. 10 million. Yeah. Okay. Who's, who's going to show up with that? I think Among ten, teams, I think, do you think Manchester United would be like, oh yeah, it worked out so well when we got an old striker before know, Cavani. Lewandowski is not Cavani. Okay. No, no. And Lewandowski is not going to go to Manchester United and not play, no. and not play Champions League football. No, no. So where's he going to go? That's true. I, I was actually we thinking said about this. Kylian Mbappe, who I think should announce very soon his future, and I, I fear the worst. We'll, we'll get to Mbappe. Then Lewandowski no, no. comes in and replaces him. At Paris Saint-Germain. What about Chelsea? We said if Lukaku goes... Lukaku's Chelsea not going. Nobody, nobody, nobody's going to give you money for Lukaku. Nobody's <laughs> going know, anywhere. Right. I'm just saying, Oliver Kahn came after that and said, you know what, we also have a plan B, a plan C, a plan D, if he leaves. So already the door had been opened. Once, once Heiner said nine... 
Khan had opened the door and said, we have a plan B already and a C and a D. So come on. Cadiz needed three points against Real Madrid. They got one as he finished 2-2 and Alvaro Negredo missed the penalty gap. This game didn't matter for Real at all, of course. And we saw plenty of players rested. Any clues to Ancelotti's thinking ahead of the final in Paris at the end of the month? I, I was trying to put on my Ancelotti hand. Two things are interesting to me. Um, so we saw Asensio, Rodrigo and Valverde start. We assumed yeah. the three guys were Mariano competing. Uh, no, Mariano, Mariano scored as well. Yeah. We assume those those are the three guys who are competing for that you know spot number eleven. We also saw Kroos and Casemiro start. I guess the idea is to keep them fit and moving, yeah. uh, as well as as well as Militao. So short answer, no, I have no clue whatsoever <laughs> uh, what he's going to do. I would assume we'll see more starters on the last day yeah. uh, of the season. Rafael Leo and your Ooh. boy Taylor Hernandez doing his George Weah yes. impression. They turned on the style as Milan beat Atalanta 2-0. Took them a while to get going, but once they did, they looked like champions, no? They did. All they need is a point or more away to Sassuolo exactly. on the last day of the season. Exactly. You avoid defeat to Sassuolo, then the title is yours. Incredible goal by, by Teo to start with. Pick the ball on the edge of his own box and then run through the whole pitch and score this incredible goal, goal of the season for me. And you know what? After he scored, this is how my VR mind works. It's like, is there, is there anything? Is there a player who was offside? I ran in front of someone. Was or there a foul something? on Piscina maybe? At the Which, you know, some people felt yeah, it was. Well, certainly, it yeah, certainly, yeah. For the for the Rafael Leo goal, but Theo amazing and amazing second half. The way they went and won that okay. game, which was not easy. Well done to them. Incredible. I... I think they've got this now. I have to be honest. I think they've got this. Right. Inter, on the other hand, Gab, stay right behind Milan as they win away to Cagliari 3-1. And Lautaro Martinez is up to 25 goals this season in all competition. And Simone Inzaghi reminded Milan that, as a player, he wants pip them on the last day of the season with Lazio, right? That's right. It was it was with Lazio. Um, so you know they're Maybe. doing their best. All they can do, uh, all they can do is, is is hang in there. They're playing Sampdoria again. In Serie A, as you know, it's it's head to head. So if yeah. they finish level on points, Milan are going to win this. But it doesn't take away from a tremendous season um, from from Inter. All the stuff they had to do with and deal with, and uh, and yeah, mm. I, I think it gives you with hope. They need to be smart in how they deal with the transfer market uh, this summer. Yeah. I think that's going to be um, the key for them. Harry Kane penalty gives Tottenham Hotspur a 1-0 win over Burnley that sees them back in the top four, though Arsenal, who kick off in a few hours as we record this on a Monday morning, uh, they're, they're away to Newcastle. They, of course, have a game in hand. But Jules, Burnley are furious yeah. at that penalty call. Yeah, and you can understand why. The law, the law says it's a pen. You give the pen. Right. Barnes is very close to uh, Davidson Sanchez, who fluffs the ball, let's be honest, onto the arm of... Right. Of Barnes, he's got his arms wide, I think, because there was a bit of a tussle between him and Davidson at the beginning of the move, if you want. Based the law, so you, you, I think you have to give it if you're the ref, and I you think. have to know that that the law is if you're Burnley, and frankly, if you're Ashley Barnes, I would expect from you as a professional. Well, you can go on YouTube and you be your yeah. own. It's not, it's not just Ashley Barnes. There's some other dude who's also standing there. Next I'm not to sure. Burnley guy. I'm not sure it can be different. It's, it goes so quick, Gab. He's not jumping, but he was There's in a no tussle. Reason. He was in a tussle with Sanchez. That's fine. I mean, and find a way like to free yourself from the tussle yeah. with, with, no, without no, no, having your arm all the way out there. I know, but and I can see the frustration. I can. I definitely. Hey, I know, but it's not how we come out. For me, it's not a pet. Okay, I don't care what you think about a pet. <laughs> you want to be frustrated because you was close and you're fighting to avoid relegation. I get all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but these are the laws of the game. Just deal with it. Yeah, you should know yeah, what yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. It's not no, like they no, made no. them up yesterday. Yeah, yeah no, that's true. Two Burnley fans were arrested at the game after one of them appeared to make a Nazi salute towards Spurs supporters. Both clubs have condemned them. Gav, 
Yeah, I, I, I can only praise the, the, the law enforcement for yeah. intervening. Uh, this, is, this is just not allowed uh, in England. No in some cases, it might fall under the free expression rubric. Certainly not here. Definitely it's offensive. It's unacceptable. Um, well done, Burnley and Spurs, for, uh, for, for condemning him. And I hope this dude never shows up at Turf yeah. Moor ever again. Definitely. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million dollar stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify is your no excuses business partner. Sell without needing to code or design. Just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop. What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash gabjewels, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash g-a-b-j-u-l-s now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash gabjewels. Paris Saint-Germain destroyed Montpellier 4-0 oh. as Lionel Messi bagged two goals, taking a seasonal total to <clears throat> six. Six. Uh, but Jules Better Kiel- than he was before the game. <laughs> but Jules Kylian Mbappe won his Player of the Year award, no surprise there, uh, and gave us some news about his future, or not. Yeah, he said that this is it now. He decided, almost, he said, he almost, almost decided, and that we will know very soon. We asked him. You know, yeah, almost decided is like being almost pregnant. You've either decided or you. I know, it, but okay? because he said, "Yeah, it's decided," and then after that, he added "quasiment" in French, which is like almost really. <laughs> <It's another laughs> so I was like, "What? You have decided, or you have not really almost all right, decided?" All right, yeah, anyway, I on. think I think we know. I don't want to say because, but I think we know what's going to happen very very soon. Now he's going to announce it. And sticking with PSG, Gab, with makes you happy. Gigi Donnarumma was voted Liga Goalkeeper of the Year. Well done to him. And I guess. We can say that he was minimalist since he only started 17 league games. It's not minimalist. This is stupid. You know all my well, love I understand for why. Gonaruma. I, I want. I'd love to know who the hell votes on this. The players. What? What, what are they? Like the Muppet Show of players? No. Like all the league players. This is the one. Is it? This, this the is the same thing. So. I have this disdain for the PFA award here in England. Is that it's completely stupid to give this to the Maybe guy. they've been impressed when they played against him 17 times. I don't know. It's a player of the season award, not a who impressed you most or who oh, is the tallest Italian in league. A player like, of half of a season. Oh my god. Not ridiculous. even half of Ridiculous. Oh, almost half, like Killian would say. Eric Ten Hag has been released early from his job at Ajax, and he'll be getting to work straight away at Manchester United. Uh, I don't think he's getting a day off this summer. No. This, this is good news, right? That's what I you think, paid for? I think it's good news. He's making, you know, the right, sending the right message. There's still stuff to sort out for his backroom staff. Already, I think, in transfers, he wants to have a chat. Um, and he's already talked about the dressing room, control of the dressing room. I suspect he knows that a lot of former managers have, have talked about that and could not handle it either. So, and he was also asked about the Sharks, which is the uh, English media, so I guess us too. And he said, I don't see any journalists as Sharks, no in England no. or no in, in the Netherlands. So, good on him. Good, yeah, I, 
I think, the, if I'm not mistaken, the last time uh, Manchester United had a Dutch coach, yep. and admittedly it was after the World Cup, he took yep. a couple of weeks off, <laughs> which he's entitled to, but, you know, Eric yeah. Ten Hag, Louis van Gaal, two different people. Different, different stuff. Paul Pogba's people, meanwhile, are meeting with Juventus today ahead of their game against Lazio, so on Monday night. Gab, there's talk of a four-year deal. Yeah, yeah obviously. Mino Raiola no longer with us. Rafaela Pimenta, who was his business partner, um, is uh, is reportedly meeting in Turin. I guess they're going to have lunch or whatever. Um, there's a difference in expectation already uh, in terms of salary, but he will be taking uh, a pay cut. Yeah. He's after a four-year deal. He seems committed. He's also going to talk to Paris Saint-Germain. That's right. Um, apparently. Yeah. I think if he's fit and he's committed, he's a tremendous option for Juve's midfield, even 100%. though he's an older player. 100%. I, I'm with you completely. Atletico Madrid and Sevilla draw 1-1, which suits both sides, as both have qualified for the Champions League. But Jules, the story isn't the game. It's no. Luis Suarez saying farewell to the Wanda Metropolitano. Yeah, he said he would leave the club, of course, after the, the last game of the season. There was a lot of tears. There was a big banner saying you won us the championship, of course, last season where you had that first incredible which half you of, did. This, of the season. Wonderful. Um, and then our friend Sid Lowe, who spoke to him for ESPN after the game, said, so what's next now? Are you going to stop? And Luis Luis said, what? Stop? What do you mean? Like, no way. No chance. So let's see where he goes. He wants to stay in Europe. Nothing Sorry, about Inter Miami. Or, yeah, or other other. Steven Gerrard. Like yeah. Steven getting the boys back together with I Coutinho. Imagine. How about I that? I didn't think about that. Amazing. Yeah. That could be great. Another goodbye, Gab. Napoli beat Genoa 3-0 and Lorenzo Insigne scores and says farewell to his city and the Stadio Maradona. He had a, this big trophy that was almost taller than him. Yeah, well, he is a very small man. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it was weird. He read out a letter. It was touching. He's been very a great touching. servant to the club. Sorry about the circumstances in which he leaves. Uh, there were, it was kind of funny too because um, the ultras, uh, they were chanting against Aurelio de la Rintis, the club president. So what they did was they simply cranked up the noise of whistling and booing instead of the actual insults towards De Laurentiis, yeah. which I suppose is a form of free expression. <laughs> Wild stuff at Goodison as Everton let slip a 2-1 lead, go down to 10 men and lose it home to Brentford, 3-2. Jules, they're still not safe and Frank Lampard is angry. Very angry. Then there was even a second sending off for uh, Solomon Rondon, who was sent off late in the game. Crazy, crazy game. Uh, also accusation from Brentford players of, of abuse to their families, racist yeah. abuse, so not a good look at all. Leeds need an injury time uh, goal from Pascal Struck to avoid defeat at home to Brighton. Gab, they are out of the relegation zone just for now. But things still look tough for Jesse Marsh. They do look tough. Leeds, just, just the one goal left. Uh, it's Brentford away. They can win it and, uh, uh, and still go down. That's the reality. Burnley, Villa away, Newcastle at home, and of course Everton. Palace at home, which I think if they stay up is where they're going to stay up. Um, and Arsenal, uh, and Arsenal away. It's going to go down to the wire. Crazy. It's going to be tough. Incredible. I still think Leeds can stay up, but obviously they need yeah, all three points against Brentford and Thomas Frank. Barcelona draw nil-nil away to Getafe. Oh, Jules, do you want to lament the fact that they managed just one shot on target? <laughs> Or celebrate the fact that they finished second. What a bad game. It was terrible. Let's say they were already on holidays, no problem. Yeah, they're second. They were ninth when Xavi arrived. Yeah. He changed a lot of things. Not always uh, great football and great entertainment. Of course, I give you that. But the, the progress was still massive. So, well done to them. That's what you got to look for. And Xavi, by the way, said like, oh, we qualified for the Spanish Super Cup. Yeah, I was like, exactly. Whoa, yeah. cool. Yeah, well done, Xavi. Yeah, well done. Farewells in Dortmund too, where Erling Haaland and sporting director Michael Zork uh, said goodbye in the 2-1 win over Erta. Gab, we talked plenty about Haaland, who went uh, partying in his, in his track suit after the game as well. So I'm going to ask you about Zork. But 
phenomenal. Michael Zork joined the club in 1978. That's crazy. Something, something, something mad like that. Um, look, I think he's going to be. I, I've been critical of some of their. You know, we're the smartest guys in the room. Yeah, look at all these young players we get, we sell them. But let's not forget, Michael Zork, in addition to being a phenomenal footballer and phenomenal servant yeah. to the club, yeah. um, he also brought Klopp to the club. And he also built the side that reached the Champions League final yeah, and won, and won league. two league titles yeah. Under, yeah. under Jurgen Klopp. So um, I think it was time, it's time for the club to evolve and to move and to move something on. else. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But uh, well done, Zork. It is credit, yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jules, you called it. Nine. Nine wins out of nine for Monaco. A hat-trick for Wissam Ben And they're up to second because Marseille somehow lost to Rennes 2 nil. I guess both these teams have their European places locked up, but here's my question. Yeah. Will Ben Yedder win the scoring title oh, too? He's he one behind one. Killian. One behind Killian with so much momentum as well. I mean, PSG play Mets at home, so you could expect Killian to score five, which for what could be his last game uh, for PSG. Okay. Ben Yedder, you need six. Yeah, so much momentum for him. Uh, incredible what Clément is doing at the moment. Marseille under huge pressure because even their third place, Rennes could come and, and nick it maybe. But they'd have Marseille. to lose the final. Well, I know, but anything in Marseille, they've lost 22 <laughs> points this season already. So, you know, it's, it's crazy, crazy. That last... Uh, match day in Ligue 1 is going to be fascinating. Roma had 1-1 by Venezia and are currently 6 in the table, Gab. But they could be 7th by tomorrow since Fiorentina played tonight on Monday night, Gab. They finished 7th last season and reached the Europa League semi-final under Paolo Fonseca. Mourinho does have the Europa Conference League final, of course, to look forward to. But how would you assess his first season at the club? Okay, so first of all, Jules, about this game, and I'm not joking, Roma hit the woodwork four times. Yeah. They had 46 shots on goal to nice. four. I think we can almost count this as a W. Yeah, definitely. That said, and I know Mourinho defines himself by titles, titles, this, right? And league standing and blah, blah, blah. All right, so it's not going to look good in the end because they spent a ton of money in the summer mm -hmm. and so on. However... I don't judge based on that. I judge based on, are you building something there? Uh, I don't use, if I've ever used Mourinho's own parameters, I wouldn't see any reason to justify the progress they made this season. But I don't use Mourinho's. I use nope. Gab's parameters. Yeah. And I think they did a 180 turn after Fonseca, who you know we're both big fans of. I think yeah. he did a good job in really difficult circumstances. Yeah, yeah. He's got the, the fans on side. It feels like they're building something. It feels like they have momentum. Yeah. If they win the Conference League, it is another trophy, which Roma, you know, don't think they've won tons of trophies over the years. So I think in the end, the judgment's going to come next season, and I think it's going to be a positive season for Jose Mourinho. I agree. With but yeah, you. if you just look by the league standings, you know, sorry. Yeah. Bruges are champions in Belgium following their 3-1 yes. win away to Antwerp. Jules, I have a feeling you're going to celebrate Charles de Ketelaer. Of course, Charles de Ketelaer. Amazing players, without doubt, the player of the season over there. And I, and I need to mention as well Union Saint-Gilloise, who obviously led in the regular season, if you want, uh, the table. They were amazing, just being promoted as well. Fantastic team in the uh, outskirts of Brussels. Came short 
to win the title and Bruges I think deserves it in the end with experience but, but you know Saint-Gélois were fantastic from start to finish so well done to them we like them when the Minos do well No and if you want to look up by the way uh, the league standings do not be alarmed if you're not familiar with Belgian football they yes, have this funky playoff system yeah, which is exactly. slightly difficult but we can confirm they have won the title Yeah they have won the title A leaked version of Newcastle's third kit for next season has caused uproar Gab can you tell us why? So we should point out that we don't know if this is actually Newcastle's third kit. So I want to yeah, kind of reserve. It's a leak. Yeah, it's it's not a leak. And, you know, it could be who knows where it comes from. However, it looks exactly like the Saudi Arabia yeah, kit exactly, from exactly. like 1998. Yeah. Uh, you know, or 1998. Was it the Alawi Rangi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, yeah. Um, when you've gone through such trouble to say separate entities were not a tool for the Saudi state, blah, 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 you know, separate entities, even though like they're all literally owned by the Saudi yeah. <laughs> sovereign wealth fund. And, you know, the chairman of the sovereign wealth fund is the guy who runs his MBS, who runs Saudi Arabia, whatever. It's just a, not a good look. I'm hoping Newcastle were stitched up. I'm hoping somebody mischievous put this. I'm hoping they're not Me really going to do this because this would be bad. And we've already seen it would be terrible, a bunch of yeah. Newcastle fans saying, you know what? Our colors matter to me. Of course. And, you know, uh, we believed you when you came in, um, but this is a bad look. Yeah, a third kit you can play with a little bit, all the teams do it, but this is... This it's is very, very loaded when no. you make it look like Saudi yeah, Arabia. this is a no. Chelsea women have done the domestic double, beating Manchester City in extra time in the FA Cup final, 3-2. They one were winning 2-1, and then City pulled one back towards yeah. the end. Emma Hayes goes from strength to strength. Incredible, Gab. I mean, again, we, we are big fans here, so we will always praise her and Sam Kerr and all the team. Domestic double, uh, third title in a row. This is their fourth FA Cup uh, win as well. It's the Champions League that they need now, and I believe they are the best team in Europe with Barcelona. We could not see that final this year. We saw it last season. Hopefully, they see next season where they can come close and maybe winning it. But what, what a team, what a legacy they're building is incredible. Shuka avoid relegation, and our friend Pellegrino Matarazzo, of course, with a dramatic late winner from Watau Endo against Colón. Gab? Yeah, well, I think, wow. strictly speaking, they avoided the relegation playoff, but yeah, still. Playoff, yeah, that's um, going to go. The combination of Hertha losing against Borussia Dortmund, it's, I mean, wow. it's a scramble the box, he's the far post, boom, he puts it away. Uh, this is nuts. I'm very happy for Stuttgart. Uh, yeah. Obviously, they did so well last season. This year, you know, it's been, it's been tougher. It's drama. Stuttgart, I think, belong in the Bundesliga. Yeah. Arsenal reportedly on the verge of their first signing of the summer. It's Sao Paulo's 19-year-old winger, Marquinhos. Okay, not to be confused no. with yeah. the other Marquinhos, blah, blah, blah. Does I'm guessing this is a long-term play because I don't see how he's going to get near the first team in the yeah. short term. No, no, it is. You're right. It's a five-year deal. I think he might maybe stay uh, on loan in, in Brazil as well. Maybe he could um, score his first league goal while he's there. Yeah, maybe. maybe. I think Edu has been quite keen to say that Arsenal should be the go-to when signing those young players. So... He's not as expensive as a Vinicius, for example. Because Three and a half million was reported. Yeah, yeah which I, th I believe is true. Uh, but yeah, I think they really want in Brazil to put the name of Arsenal there for the, those really young, talented players. I think from, okay, from the highlights that I've seen, he looks really good. But again, still so young, still so raw, not ready, as you said, for the first team. So we will see. But yeah, why not? Let's see. Let's just give him time and the, the team to develop him. So to be clear, it does not mean that Bukayo Saka is leaving, yeah? No, I don't okay, think so. I hope not. I hope not. Werder sure. Bremen are back in the Bundesliga gap uh, between them and Schalke with Hamburg by the way in the playoff uh, against Hertha does it feel like normal service been resumed? Um, 
kind of. I feel like these are the familiar chains. These are the traditions. It's nice to have them. Nice to have them back. Those of us who grew up with uh, the Werder Bremen of Rudi Völler <laughs> and of uh, and later, of course, Thomas Schaaf. All those years. Um, and Schalke third, and Schalke, of course, we talked about them before when yeah. they secured their uh, promotion earlier. Look, I, I think it's great. We love the Minos when they do well and whatnot. But it's also nice to have big clubs, big fan bases, and big potential yeah. because once these clubs get promoted, I think they can capitalize it as well. Maybe put up more competition. Exactly, to, it makes know, the league better. Yeah, yeah, it makes course. it makes the league it makes the league better. Yeah. Idrissa Gay was not in the squad for Paris Saint Germain against Montpellier on Saturday, according to RMC and other outlets. Yeah. He didn't want to play in a rainbow kit to support LGBTQ rights shows. Yeah, that's right, Gab. I mean, I have to be honest here. I haven't been able yet to confirm it, uh, either from the club or from Idrissa Gay or his people. We we should point it out. For those who don't know, in support of LGBTQ rights, Paris Saint-Germain have a special kit that they play yeah. in once a year. Um, Last year he didn't play either because he had a stomach bug, uh, and this year it was—I was told it was personal reasons. So yeah. make what you want of that, uh, but it's clearly there's clearly a pattern as well, which it, I personally find baffling. It's 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 not a good look. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that if whatever your views are if you decide you know you do have a right to of course yeah, yeah, to, yeah to express them and if you don't feel comfortable in it i i would like it if you explain your reasons yeah. and dealt with a fallout rather than leave people wondering you know i, I mean my take is um as far as free expression is concerned your right to free expression ends when it impacts somebody else does idrisa gay not playing in this match impact LGBTQ community other than reminding them that there are people out there who do not share uh, they have this will for inclusivity and don't like them Uh, no I don't think it does um, more important to me is all the players who did wear it and the message uh, that's out there would be good though instead of hiding if if he has his views and then Paris Saint-Germain can decide hey I may not want to be associated with somebody who doesn't reflect my club's values yeah completely Mark Noble has retired from West Ham after 18 years certainly there's one more game but that was his farewell at the London Stadium Gab this was very emotional I clapped a lot to be fair for him you were there you retweeted his letter to the fans Um, look it's stuff like this one club man I, I love the fact you know Mark Noble played with Don Hutchinson, who yeah. played with Thomas Repka, who played with John Moncur, yeah. who played with Julian Dix, who yeah. played with Trevor Brooking, who at some point yeah. must have and played with Bobby Moore. Yeah. And like, yeah. I, Mark I, played with Lucas and Alvin Martin. Yeah. And you could trace it all the way back to the, the beginning of West Ham and the Thames Ironworks. The I Academy of Football. You know, that's what it's That's what it's out. Shout out to Mark Noble. Shout yeah. out to Francesco Totti. To all the one club men uh, out there. Oh, fun fact I didn't mention before I mentioned Real Madrid. Uh, Real Madrid captained by Nacho and uh, Cadiz catnap captained by his brother, Alex. And that's pretty yeah, cool, of course. Pretty very cool. cool. Very and on that note of fraternity, Jules, um, <laughs> We're going to leave you, but we're going to come back on Thursday because yes. there'll be more light shed on the Premier League title race. Until then, love the game, love your neighbor, love yourself. Love you.